I'm Dick Summer, and it's time to say goodnight. This is a quiet place to rest your head, a safe place to hide a hurting heart, a gentle place to fall. We just call this place goodnight. I'm here to tell you that sometimes when you get too smug, it comes back and bites you in the neck or whatever part of you happens to be sticking out at the time. I was just sitting here in my big black leather papa chair in the living room and and I was ready to lay something on you I thought was really clever and, and also very true, by the way. And it happened. I got a zap. I was just about to tell you that I don't have to say my prayers before meals anymore because my lady Wonder Wench is back to making most of our meals now and she's a very good cook and therefore I don't have to say my prayers before meals. And zap! An email came in from proud podcast participant Pastor Mike. It's like he was watching... I mean, Pastor Mike, not the big he in the sky. I told you last week about one of the wise statements made by Big Louie, his own bad self, the chief mustard cutter of the Louie Louie generation. The big one says, quote, dogs are always barking, cats are always meowing, and people are always preaching. Don't do that. And Pastor Mike sent me this email, and it's a great one. It says, quote, there is a difference between sanctimonious lecturing and true preaching. True preaching means putting love in everyday terms. Pastor Mike, you are my kind of pastor. Let me tell you, I think if there really is a God who created everything, all right, the real master of the universe, and he wanted to deliver a message to the world, that he would be a lot more inclined to use a messenger like proud podcast participant Pastor Mike than... Some guy on cable TV with a big ego and a, and a bigger car and, and a, a slicked-down comb-over hairstyle, that's for sure. Lots of great emails came in this week. Here's one from proud podcast participant Angela in the holy city of Brooklyn. It is a suggestion on how you could save the struggling airlines. And Angela says, quote, Dump the male flight attendants. Nobody wanted them anyway. Replace all female flight attendants with attractive strippers. They don't serve food anymore anyway, so what's the difference? That would at least triple the alcohol sales, and it would get a party atmosphere going in the cabin. Every businessman in the country would start flying again, hoping to see naked ladies. And because of the tips, the female flight attendant, strippers, wouldn't need a salary, thus saving money. The tips would probably be so good that the airline could charge the women for working the flights and have them kick back 20% of the tips, including lap dances and special services. Muslims wouldn't get on the plane for fear of seeing naked women, so hijackings would come to a screeching halt and the airlines would see record revenues. Angela, 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 why do you have to do everything? Why can't the government come up with some of these ideas that make such perfect sense? And by the way, you know, as a pilot, um, I think we could let the girls use the cockpit for for dressing rooms. I I have been trying for years to convince my lady wonder wench that uh, the FAA wants stewardesses on every flight, even in my own little airplane. But wonder wench is not buying it. And here's another one. Proud podcast participant Sergeant Preston from Long Island had a reaction to my comments about 15-year-old girls singing about the love of their lives, 
which of course would mean that they are singing about the kind of pimple people that you see hanging around malls with weird hair and baggy pants and pierced tongues and other body parts. And the good Sergeant Preston says, don't discount the love of 15-year-olds. It's not the same as Louie Louie generation love, but the feeling is every bit as strong. He says, I remembered what it was like for me when I had my first girlfriend at 15. When my 15-year-old son's girlfriend drowned, I didn't poo-poo his heartbreak. I helped him find out as much as I could, and I remember standing at a payphone at a supermarket in Rhode Island near the scout camp on a Sunday afternoon with him at my side doing just that. It brought us even closer together. And then the good sergeant laid one of the most beautiful lines I've ever heard from a Louis Louis generation guy. He said, quote, I realized I was in love for a second time when I was 19. She's upstairs sleeping. I can't tell you how proud I am of being in the presence of podcast participants like the sergeant. Dick's Details, a bunch of completely unimportant stuff to stuff in one ear so you can squeeze the important stuff that's keeping you awake out the other ear and you can nod off comfortably to sleep. Bathtubs in British Ramada Inns are stocked with complimentary rubber duckies. I gotta bet that most British guys can't resist trying to sink those rubber duckies with their fast-surfacing submarines. That would be a temptation too great to, to ignore. The scientific name for heavy winter fog containing ice crystals is Pogonip. Pogonip. Imagine the forecast. Here's tonight's forecast, folks. Colder than last night, and there'll be a little Pogonip in the air. <laughs> I love it. Sounds good. Last but not least, some female cockroaches mate only once, and they are pregnant for the rest of their lives. I gotta bet those are the really nasty ones with attitudes. Dicks the tails. They take your mind off your mind. Looks like this is the week for great emails. By the way, my email address is dick at dicksummer.com in case you want to send an email. Well, proud podcast participant Alan Balkin from Paris wrote a very kind review of the new Night Connections 2 personal audio CD for CD Baby, which I appreciate very much. And he singled out one of the cuts on the album like this. He said, quote, Just when you think you know what's coming next, the story changes direction. One particular track entitled Just Enough has to do with a subject that's near and dear to Dick's heart, and that is flying. This is one of the stories that gives you one of those I-didn't-see-it-coming moments. Thank you. Appreciate that, Alan. And here it is, Just Enough, from Night Connections 2. You live by yourself in this little room, but you're never alone. It was in this room that you first made love. You were a virgin at the age of 27. You had plenty of opportunities. A rancher who wanted to give you the side of a mountain with a herd of sheep and your own horse. A disc jockey who offered mostly a lot of bologna, or in his case, Polish sausage. A sales manager who swore that he'd leave his wife for you. You'd gotten used to being called frigid and an old maid. It hurt. 
But you weren't going to have sex until you were ready to make love. He was a pilot. You were working the all-night shift at the airport. It was late and cold and windy and the ceilings were low. Bad night for pilots. When he called for fuel on the radio, something in his voice reached all of the way inside you. It was a shock. Like when you suddenly meet someone you thought you'd never see again. When he walked into the office, he was tired, unshaven, and tense. But he gave you a smile that took your breath away. And he headed straight for the telephone. He was checking the weather. He wasn't particularly handsome, but he had a strong, comfortable way of moving. He was flying canceled checks. There was just too much weather for his single-engine airplane, so he had to stay over for the night. You didn't believe your own hearing when your voice invited him to use your apartment. It was right across the street from the airport. You were working all night anyway. He did. And you found him sprawled deeply asleep, fully clothed on your bed when you got home. So you made him some breakfast. And then you made love. It was just so damn natural. It was right, it was time, it was good. He left an hour later. He didn't make it. They found the wreckage of the plane about a half mile from the runway. You gave him something no other man ever had. He left you his smile and the sound of his voice in the corners and the shadows of this room. Some nights about this time, like tonight, your body aches for his touch again. But what he left is just enough. I know a girl who almost fit that description. She's sleeping upstairs. That's just enough from the new Night Connections 2 personal audio CD. If you like it, you can just keep this podcast. Or if you want a fresh copy, just go back to DickSummer.com, download it from the Night Connections 2 icon on the opening page. I've been telling you about the Louie Louie generation, folks who've had that song playing in the back of their minds for a long time, and folks who know enough uh, to keep that Louie Louie spirit alive in their maturing bones, you know? Big Louie, his own bad self, the chief mustard cutter of the Louie Louie generation, understands that sometimes our lives get so nuts that we, we wonder who we were before we lost our minds. I guess that's why it's a good thing that we can fall in love when we're young, before we've grown any significant minds. I guess it's easy to fall in love when you're young. And the sergeant is right. You know, young love really is love. As time goes by, it gets harder. To fall in love. For one thing, who has the time, you know? For another thing, who has the guts to try that again? It's tough. But there's some good things about Louis Louis generation love. I think I think the best thing is that we have some experience, a little perspective, you know? I think maybe more appreciation for somebody who's willing to take the time. Somebody who's willing to take that big chance with us. And that's one of the reasons that Big Louie, his own bad self, always says, 
You just never know when something absolutely amazing is going to happen next. Time to tuck you in now. I'm Dick Summer, and I hope you'll come back soon for a gentle place to fall. Quiet place to rest your head. Safe place to hide a hurting heart. Nice and easy now. Couple of deep breaths, come on. There you go. Just one more. That's better. All the way to sleep. All the way to sleep. Good night.